All right. I don't know about you, buddy, but I feel like we're ready to rob this bank. I don't know, man. I'm pretty nervous. I feel like I got some cocoons about to burst in my tum. I think you mean uh, butterflies in the stomach. I don't know. I've never heard an expression in my whole life, so. Okay. Well, if you're feeling nervous, how about this? We do a little role play. I'll show you how I rob a bank. You do that for me? Of course I would, okay? You just be the bank teller, and I'll show you how I do it, okay? Okay, sure. All right. Here we go. Getting in character. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Give me all your money! Sorry, sir, no more money. Third robbery today. I can write you a check. <laughs> what are you what are you doing? Well, what if the bank has no more money? It, the bank will certainly have money. Well, what if George Clooney gets there first? That's not going to happen. It happened 13 times before. Okay, all right. Well, let's just do it again and assume the bank has money, okay? Okay, yeah, bank. <laughs> yes, the bank. Yeah, bank. <laughs> I don't know why you're repeating bank. Okay, here we go. Let's do it again. <sighs> Give me all your money! Sorry, sir, this is a library. You can have our goosebumps, but you're not getting our Robert Munch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're yeah, you're very funny. Okay, why why am I in a library? I don't know. I'm just preparing you in case you go to the wrong place. Not going to do that. Why would I do that? Come on, it happens to me all the time. I mean to go to Red Lobster. I end up underneath a bridge eating rocks. Okay, all right. How about this? We switch up the roles. I'll be the bank teller because I know what a bank teller is, and then you show me how you would rob a bank, okay? Okay, I guess. So, all right, I mean, so just let's do it here. Bank right, here teller, just uh, typing away. Pretty normal. Okay. Whew, okay, here we go. What? What? What is that? Whoa, whoa, what are you? What is that? What? Why are you limping? What is going on? What? That's my bank robbery character. Uh, what? No one expects a screaming man with a limp to rob a bank. You do not need a character. You would draw so much attention to yourself. All okay, right, okay. Yeah, okay, so just be yourself, be a normal human being, and, you know, just try it again, okay? All right. No pressure. You're okay. Here we go. Okay, I got it this time. Give me all your money! What is that? Why do you have a basketball? What happened to the gun I gave you? Well, I don't know. Guns give me the heebie-jeebies, so I thought maybe I could just use this. You can't use that. It's a basketball. Not just any basketball. It's the basketball from Space Jam. I could throw it at her, steal her powers. What kind of powers do you think the bank teller has? Bank powers? Okay, that's just get rid of the basketball, okay? Okay. By the way, you are smiling the entire time. You gotta look angry, okay? So I want to see you get angry this time. Okay, mean. Right. Get I, mean, okay? You're you ready? You asked for I it. I did ask for it. Let's go. <sighs> Give me all your money, you fucking slut. Okay, all right, yeah, sure. Oh, what do you want? I want all your old dimes and your ripped up dollar bills. Why are you Now ask- take off your fucking clothes. Why are you asking her to take off Take your- off your clothes, I want to see your dick. Are we still in the role play? Uh, flowers for sale, get your flowers. Oh my, a robbery, better call the police. You. 416. Take what, off your what? fucking clothes. Oh, me, okay. Take oh. off your clothes, I want to see your dick. Oh, okay. wow, no, okay. okay. Sit down. Oh, what, what is going on here? Who is this guy? Uh, Sorry, Steven, is there something wrong? Yes, something's wrong. What's going on? Who is this? That's my friend Derek from fencing class. Dive, jab. <laughs> Perry, counterpoint. Good one, Jeff. <laughs> well, that was fun. Hey, good luck with the robbery. I'm <laughs> Thanks, sorry, man. you told him about the robbery? Oh, don't worry. He's just some cop. I'm sorry, what? Anyway, we should probably keep going with the role playing. Okay, having a good time. all right. You're clearly an idiot. So what is something you've always wanted to rob that's less important Pet than store. a... Pet A pet store. Okay, so you want to rob a pet store. Okay, here we go. Rob a pet store? You be the pet store owner? Okay, here we I go. got this. <sighs> Give me all your pets! Sorry, sir, this is a bank. You just said! <laughs> I'm scared. Whoa! Oh, hey, 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 hey. Welcome, hey everybody, to episode 13 of Best of Friends Podcast here on Never Sleeps Network. I'm Mark Hallworth from Best of Friends. We got... Morgan George. Mm, from Best of Friends. And we're joined by a super special guest, uh, sketch comedy, improv comedy extraordinaire, Allie Price, everybody. Hi, Allie. Hey. That's me. Yeah. 
Allie, uh, what's your life all about? So, uh, where did you come from? In where comedy? did I come from? Because when we first started doing comedy in Toronto, you were kicking ass. Yeah, all thank right, you, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, I started out doing comedy with my sketch partner at the time, a gentleman by the name of Pat Smith, who's a very funny guy. We had a duo called Haircut. Right. Uh, we actually uh, formed that on a handshake. We we were we <laughs> were on we were <laughs> on a date. We were on a date. True story. Uh-huh. And halfway through the date, he was like, "You know what? I don't really want to date you. I would rather do sketch." comedy with you and I'm like cool well in that case if we're gonna do sketch comedy we barely knew each other but he's like I like you I dig your vibe so do you do you want to do this with me and I was just in this place in my life where I was just really open to like (laughs) new opportunities and I was new to comedy and I was like I like him I dig his vibe and I was like well if we're gonna be sketch partners we got to become best friends and he's like I guess we do and we shook hands and we are to this day he is still one of my best friends so you agreed on it over a handshake we agreed to becoming best friends on a handshake and then (laughs) we probably and then we probably spent like the first like two weeks we like treated becoming best friends like it was our job and we like hung out like a bunch like i mean but it was like so natural it was like really easy and we uh we hung out like a couple times a week and then that just sort of like morphed into suddenly writing together and then within like basically a month of meeting him we had our first show at the riv and uh kind of just went and then got into sketch fest off of like our first our, our, the tape from our first show and kind of just like was a, we were away to the races did JFL uh, in Toronto open for TJ Miller before all, right. all of the controversy <laughs> oh, yeah. um, <laughs> but a very very funny guy and uh, yeah so that's that's where how I started kind of doing comedy and then I worked at the Second City for a number of years and still do to an extent I wrote four shows on the main stage there and uh, got a Canadian Comedy Award and all that fun stuff it was so weird to now <laughs> just be like bragging and petting myself on the back right now but yeah and then i i toured with them last year uh across north with, america with, with, second city? with um with a show that they developed called the second city guide to the symphony which was a collaboration oh, yeah. between the second city and the toronto symphony orchestra right it was a music thing right or something yeah or? and it was basically like a sketch review but written around l- the the theme of it was classical music and symphonic music and the experience of attending live live music so oh, different so sketches cool. on that How's variation that? and a lot of singing, like a lot of music. So they basically were just like, who from the last 10 years of Second City can actually sing? <laughs> and then the that's how they cast it. And Colin Mockery hosted it. And we toured North, Amer- North, North America, went to different <laughs> places with symphonies and then rehearsed the show with that symphony and then did it with that symphony. So it was really cool. So how did it look from the audience's point of view? So it, it was, was like... It was like a, in, a, in a concert hall. Like we did it at Roy Thompson Hall two years. Okay. So there's like an orchestra in a pit and everything. An and orchestra they, in a pit. Oh, and then there's okay. like a very narrow because they don't typically do they shows stage, yeah. <laughs> with um like with a scripted portion yeah so there's like a very narrow playing space and mm-hmm. uh and we just did everything in front of the orchestra so we'd be singing and like literally there would be orchestra members right behind us so it was really cool it was it was amazing it was like the experience of a lifetime i would describe it as a dream come true that i never even knew i had to begin with <laughs> because i never thought in a million years that i get to be play with like a symphony orchestra so that was pretty cool and then, yeah. So that's that's sort of me. That's that's my background. That's my. That was like the, a background and bio. All that was background amazing. and that was bio. Yeah. Sorry, I don't. I, bio. But that's that's where I came from. That's how I started. You're doing. easily the fastest talking person we've ever had on this. I don't thing think I, too. That, that was insane. That was, I've was never. Like there's so much information seconds. in there. Yeah. I have to listen to that four times. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm. I've had like 
three oh, cups of coffee uh, today. So yeah. Is that how did you even figure out that you wanted to do sketch comedy to begin with, or improv, or whatever oh, it was? God, like it was just kind of accidental. I went to theater school in Toronto. Okay. And Which one? Ryerson. Ooh. Ryerson Ooh. Theater School, which was great. And then like it was, you know, but I always thought I was gonna do like really dramatic. Uh, work after that mm. like after I graduated like we didn't do a ton of comedy we, we didn't do any like <laughs> comedy as we do comedy like right. we didn't do any sketch or improv like that was not a component of our training whatsoever but anytime we do a show I was pretty and all my life I've been doing theater and I always get cast as like the wacky, the, the yeah. wacky sidekick <laughs> yeah. like, like the, the yeah. awkward girl um, so I always kind of knew that like I liked that and then after I graduated one of my best friends from theater school took a class she or she did the um the uh, second city conservatory program mm. and she was like hey ali you'd really like this you should just do it and i was like eh, i'll take a class sure to look good on my resume and then like it just sort of spiraled right. from there i kept going i kept doing stuff at Ryerson, um, were you like wackifying really serious things? Not not <laughs> necessarily, but yeah, like I just like doing the funny parts of mm-hmm. of dramatic works. And that doesn't mean that I didn't do a lot. I did a lot of dramatic stuff and I still do dramatic stuff. But yeah, I've always been drawn to comedy and I'm a huge fan of comedy. Like mm-hmm. I love like like honestly still one of my favorite shows uh good or bad seasons is is snl like i love i still yeah. love watching snl so much i wanted to ask about um worst shows that you like obviously you've done shows all over the place have you ever had any crazy heckles or like um, bottles hit you in the face crazy or? heckles oh yeah like bottles hit me well, in the face <laughs> no like yeah no no bottles um i mean like obviously there's always lewd dudes out there saying stuff to ladies on stage because they think they can God so damn. that's never positive but Oof. i've had yeah definitely had some um like when you've been improvising obviously in that portion of the second city show i'm sure people shout out crazy shit or like uh, yeah i mean when i first started working for second city actually i mean people do shout out crazy shit but by the time i was on main stage mm-hmm. like you just get so good at dealing with hecklers that you immediately put them in your place in their place in your but, place uh, in my place <laughs> they switch, yeah, yeah. Yeah. do you want to switch with me right now sir get up on this stage i'm very good get at doing that. my place uh, yeah I, I love sitting and watching because I'm such a fan of comedy uh, So that's actually my preference I'm like Every single day I'm like Who's who's gonna heckle me Great Perfect I'm Please. taking the rest of the night off guys um, But uh, No When I was When I first started working for Second City Their kind of like Entry level job As it were As a performer Is um Working for the education company, which is basically you do a review, uh, but it's all for kids. And so we'd have school groups coming in and kids are mean. Yeah, they're hard. Oh, kids are well, so are these kids? mean. Oh, like ones? we're talking anywhere between. And this is the other thing, too, because we do the same show no matter what, yeah. what age they were. But like we're talking anywhere <laughs> between, you know, seven or eight and like 18. Wow. Oh. Seven year old. Yeah. Like probably that early. 13 year old um, and stuff. That's 13 would and be I pretty also, rough too. Yeah. yeah. I also did this one show for them called Vampire Campfire that we wrote that was like a summer show and we did it like five times a week and it was not great. Uh, <laughs> but it was all about this camp for, for uh, vampires. For, well, for vampires or various monsters. So we had to do that for like a full summer. Like that really shaped one summer of my life for me <laughs> doing that for 
actually those audiences were a little bit better but when we do for stuff for school groups like those kids you're basically a glorified babysitter totally yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and the teachers yeah. are probably like it's my time off yeah like, oh for sure for now. sure yeah and and we even had a song one of our big opening numbers one year was this thing about they had really pushed on us that they wanted the show to have like a vampire theme I don't know why well, vampires we, I did, are hot now. I did basically two back-to-back shows about vampires kind of <laughs> loosely and uh but then the when we started doing it it was like it was a bunch of adults being like you should put vampires in the show because kids think vampires are cool and then yeah. by the time we were doing the show people were like vampires suck yeah. you know what i mean uh, i'll never forget one of my favorite stories ever though is uh is not my story it's a kevin whalen story uh where he was doing a show for for school kids yeah. and he was like you know in his like mid-30s at the time and they had this like really like inspiring like you can do whatever you you think you can just believe like like opening song and so i guess the song was like it was like together we can change the world <laughs> nothing will bring us down and he's just doing this he's doing this opener and he's like right at the front of the stage with like this like big like dramatic pose like this 35 year old man and he's like together we can change the world from the audience you suck. <laughs> Nothing can bring us down. <laughs> like just some kid being oh, like, a piece of shit kid. <laughs> just him being like, what is my life? That I'm making like brutal. $50 to do this show. Oh. <laughs> this is a portion we like to do with everybody. It's a little portion we like to call What's, What's Your, your dumbest, dumbest Sketch? sketch? Now, this doesn't have to be anything you actually ever even performed or whatever. Maybe it was just a just germ, germ you, of an idea. Or, ooh, yeah. A German of an idea. A German of an idea? A German <laughs> of an idea. I don't know what that means. Uh, I had a sketch that I pitched once called uh, Lady Pirates, which is exactly what it sounded like. And I thought it was a great idea for a sketch. No one wanted to see it. Um, but one sketch that I did perform with Pat Smith, I pitched him because we were, he and I are like really like maybe to a fault sometimes like uber positive like just like like he would pitch an idea and be like let's do it you know what I mean like (laughs) all the time and so I was like I have this idea that I I just want to play Enya and I want to sit on a bench and eat chocolate pudding at you very sexually and he was like yeah let's do it and it was like so weird and actually like it went pretty well but by the end of it we're like yeah that wasn't a thing like (laughs) that we just did like that was that was not even a prep like it was nothing Uh, guys, man, I'll tell you this right now. I just had brunch for the first time ever. Really? really Shut recently. Up. Yeah. What'd I'm telling you, you right now. I'll tell you, I had no idea what to expect. Yeah. And really? You, you guys, I recorded. You guys want to hear it? You the recorded the I brunch? Had? Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a normal thing to do, it right? Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, right. let's take a look. All right. Yeah. Oh, finally, a table. Yeah. I've never waited 90 minutes for anything in my life. I'm starving. <laughs> yeah. You know, I am. Um, I had a really great time last night. <laughs> Me too. I, I didn't think we'd be having breakfast, that's for sure. Well, it's it's not actually breakfast. It's it's brunch. Oh. <laughs> I don't care. Just I just need it in me right now. <laughs> what you you really don't do brunch? It's an entire experience. Uh, I don't care if we're about to eat human flesh. I just need to eat. Hello, welcome to Wazo. <laughs> mm, my name is Esperanto. I'll be your server for today. I'll give you some water so you can cleanse your palates before your dining experience. I have still water, I have sparkling water, I have pH balanced water, and I have evaporated water. Ooh, that sounds very refreshing. Can we please get two evaporated waters? Mm-hmm. 
This is just an empty glass. I know. Don't you just love molecular gastronomy? <laughs> All of our menu items are up here on this board. It's our daily specials. If it's not up on this board, I would not consider putting it in your mouth. Uh, I love to answer questions, so please ask me any questions you might have. Oh, good. Well, I have so many. <laughs> For example, the organic Saskatoon berry pancakes with the maple-infused creme fraiche. Mm-hmm. The Saskatoon berries, are they local? Well, they are in Saskatoon. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, how fresh is the creme in the creme fraiche? Uh, we milk the cow to order. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, the pancakes, are they gluten-free? Oh, everything here is everything free. <laughs> <laughs> and you, sir, would you... I'll get some bacon and eggs, please. Sir, that would be an insult to yourself. I... You know what? I think I'm going to steer clear of the pancakes anyways. I'm actually on a gluten-only diet right mm. now. Yeah, but the Benedict, um, it says it comes with my choice of eggs. Mm-hmm. Between the chicken, the guinea hen, the pheasant, and the quail, which would you recommend? I would recommend the emu. Oh, mm-hmm. didn't even see that listed. Oh, it's one of our secret menu items. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, I'll have that. And I'll have the hollandaise on the side. And instead of pea meal, can I substitute for pork belly? Uh, we're out of pork belly, unfortunately. Can I recommend the wild boar? Uh, I'm not wild about boar. Mm, uh, then I would suggest the pork belly. I thought you said you were out. We just got one more in. Okay. Now, how micro are the microgreens? Oh, you'll need a magnifying glass to see them. That's how micro. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, I'll have my macroed. Mm-hmm. And it says it comes with an ancient grain English muffin. Now, how ancient are the grains? They were discovered in a pharaoh's tomb. Oh, see, that's a problem for me because I actually mm-hmm. don't eat anything that predates the Ottoman Empire. I understand. Is that an allergy or a sensitivity? or Really just more of a whim. Uh, well, I'll be sure to let the kitchen know. And... If you don't mind me asking, mm-hmm. how do you poach the eggs? Well, mm-hmm. we bring the water to a rolling boil. Oh, yeah. And we add a sousson of apple cider vinegar, right? Oh, a sousson. Mm-hmm. Until the eggs are as hot and as rich and as fresh as buffalo mozzarella. Mmm. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. And um, what about the yolks and the eggs? Are they, uh, are they hard or are they soft? They start out soft, and they end up hard. How hard? Rock hard. That's just how I like them. Mm-hmm. Mm, it sounds like quite the mouthful. Mm, your entire mouth, yeah. I'm salivating just thinking mm, of it. My mouth is it. so wet right mm-hmm. now, thinking about those eggs, mm, those rock, rock hard, hard eggs. yolks of those eggs. Great, I'll have that, please. Excellent, great choice. And you, sir? I'll, I'll just get anything. Whatever she's having, I'll get... Fuck, I'll, I don't care. I'm just starving. Anything, please. What she's having? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. It's now past two o'clock. Would you like to hear our lunch specials? Oh, yes, I would love to. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Oh, wow, so what do you think? Something. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, it's unusual. I know. Well, hey, what can I say? Waiter um, had a great voice. Bacon and eggs were great. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, that was a sketch from Allie. Thank <laughs> you so much. That sketch was fantastic. Oh, no worries. I think, yeah, thanks for letting me uh, bring it back from the dead. That never saw the light Ooh. of day or something? Uh, it did. Well, we, we did it a bunch at, uh, at Second City. Uh, oh, going on almost three years ago and then it and then it got cut from the show at the at the very at the final hour the 11th hour it didn't make the cut well we don't cut anything from this show yeah so we thank goodness yeah yeah cuts to the show the sketch is cut we're like sorry yeah. just, <laughs> so we no. couldn't do it <laughs> <laughs> sorry we just ran out of time uh, but no uh, I had a trombone solo in there um, okay we're gonna throw to a segment right now yeah let's um, do it we're, we're gonna do a new segment we haven't done before and it's uh, called, called 
Where are they now? So, no, where are they now? Segment. We've never done this one. We're going to ask you about some celebrities. We're just wondering where you think they are now. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. I yeah. love this game. Yeah, right? Any details? All it right. could be this minute. Where it could, are yeah, they? where are they now? Like, what are they like, doing right now? Precisely now. Yeah. <laughs> so we have we have a couple um, celebrities here oh, for yeah. you, and okay. we're just wondering what you think. Um, you first one. First. Uh, Sean Astin. Yeah. What's he up to right now? Samwise Gamgee. Uh, Samwise. Yeah, he's just sitting in a room with all of like the all of the uh, memorabilia from when he was in his heyday at oh, Lord of the sure. Rings. He's waiting by the phone in case Peter Jackson's going to make a call, <laughs> being like, "Listen, uh, we've come up with a fourth film, and we want you to be in it this time. It's all Sam, no Frodo." Uh, so yeah, that's the Samwise story. The yeah. Samwise story. After yeah. he gets married, he's so yeah. mad. Yeah, let's get Samwise. Oh, uh, I yeah. like that. I think that's what that's how Tolkien would have wanted it. I think, and uh, <laughs> and he eats like exclusively. I think. Uh, like second breakfasts that's all he does yeah is he second breakfast like a he, he only eats one meal a day but it's oh but it's oh, second breakfast. he just keeps eating second, second breakfast, breakfast. Yeah, he, okay he I keeps it. eating second breakfast so like tying that. that back to brunch guys yeah. oh my god brunch there you <laughs> yeah. go isn't second breakfast just like uh as brunch it's just brunch it's just brunch if you ate first breakfast. if you ate a first breakfast <laughs> first yeah, you know what i've been known to do it just to give you an idea i looked up a couple of these so uh, oh, yeah. sean Aston actually right now yeah uh, he yeah. just finished filming the new season of stranger things he's gonna be in season two what no way Right. Great choice for Stranger Things, especially a bit of a, a Goonies throwback. Crazy thing is, he's um, Samwise. He's Samwise Gamgee. Yeah. No, really? he's not. He's not, he's not. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, hey, Stranger Things no. have happened. He's, um, oh, he's uh, actually perfect for it because like, the Goonies, like that whole vibe is. Yeah, I was anyway. going to say, that's perfect. Like to me, I feel part of why I've heard that the guys who made that show were like, we need Winona Ryder. And part of it is just like that 80s factor, right? She's got that yeah. 80s factor, 80s, 90s factor. Uh, so yeah, Sean Aston, he got that. He got that factor, yo. He sure does. He's eating <laughs> second breakfasts and he's having a good time. All right, well, uh, who's next? I, I, got, I got one here. Uh, uh-huh. I need to know this. What is David Suzuki doing right now? <laughs> Oh my God! For he's, any non-Canadians listening, I don't know how yeah, many non-Canadian listeners we yeah, have. Yeah, so many. Uh, <laughs> David Suzuki, he's actually come out with a line of organic uh, beard and uh, beard oils and and hair oils. Well, I'm sick of using these non-organic ones. Yeah. Safe for ducks. These yeah, ones. like yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's really good for the environment, and you can use them on your pets too. Like it's like this product was tested on animals, and that's how we know it's safe because yeah. it's good. It's so everyone's safe. happy. Everyone's, everyone's ducks. happy. <laughs> yeah, these yeah, bearded ducks. You've heard of the bearded ducks yeah. of uh, of Northern Ontario. <laughs> David Zoo, we actually couldn't figure out what he actually is doing right now. Oh, really? I actually it's don't know what he's doing. Is he right dead? Now. Did he die? Oh, I know no, he's not dead. We would have heard no. about that. Are you kidding me? He's he's <laughs> in, he's driving to the Sahara in a Suzuki right now. Yeah, he's riding oh, a Suzuki. He's in a Suzuki. <laughs> Suzuki and Suzuki. Yeah. I love that. I love that show. Oh my god, new show. We have a new show. Suzuki and Suzuki. <laughs> yeah, that's David great. Suzuki. Okay, we got he it. Drives a Suzuki, but it's like a Suzuki hybrid of some kind. Yeah, it's definitely a hybrid. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I would love if like that actually that show had nothing to do with the environment whatsoever he's like he's like i'm just uh <laughs> driving around and uh, across the country in this suzuki collecting you know fancy antiques or something, yeah, you know something what I mean? like that's he just goes like, to every just, antique roadshow and yeah, just uh, just, <laughs> just yeah. really just off-brand suzuki he's like you know what i'm like 70 years old i'm thinking about mixing it up reinventing myself you know i want to be known for something other than just like the enviro guy suzuki and suzuki the tv show we have it guys that's a great, that's show. Show. That's that's a great show i'll watch that show look for it on uh the food network uh <laughs> <laughs> David Completely. Suzuki on the Food Net- Network talking about antiques. It's gonna be yeah. It's really it's confusing. It's honestly, you want. It's honestly yeah. freaking really? me out. But all right, um, all right. Well, what else do we have? Um, I, I thought I'd ask this. Uh, what do you think Joey Fatone is doing right now? 
Joey Fatone from NSYNC. You know what? I kind of feel like I do know this a little bit okay. because the other day I watched the $100,000 pyramid and he was a contestant on the $100,000 pyramid. So maybe he's just like on loop, like doing that. On different game <laughs> shows or that specifically? I think maybe that specific one. And he was going up against uh, Lance Bass. So oh, it was, it was like a battle, of, a battle of the insects. Yeah. Wow. Um, I Amazing. can't remember who won, but yeah, you'd think Lance, right? Nobody Lance. won. Nobody like, won. <laughs> yeah, there's no, no winners there. there. Yeah, they, they both went home and they yeah. cried all night. Yeah. So that's my thought. Well, Joey Fatone, just so you guys know, oh, you did um, <laughs> he's actually a uh, he does like um, red carpets and stuff like that now. Like, you know what really? I mean? Like, yeah. Like, he, yeah, that's what he does. Uh-huh. He, huh. he does stuff, and, and game shows and stuff like that too. So you're right. Do you think that do, that probably then doesn't make him the least successful former yeah. NSYNC member, right? Like, I don't know. who's I, the least successful? Probably JC Jazzes or whatever that yeah, guy's what name is. Yeah. Chavez or Chazes? Chavez or Chazes? I honestly don't know oh, what happened Chazes? to him. Was it Chazes? I don't. I, you know I had no I, idea. I, I just read it ten seconds ago, so that's oh, why. Oh, I, gotcha. yeah, I, yeah. I didn't even know his name was. It's, it's a ridiculous name. He should change it. He, that's so stupid. Yeah, it would have been maybe cool when you're listening right now, JC. Get come on, come on, get it together. Maybe he did. Maybe that's where he is now. He just divorced himself (laughs) from that identity completely. He's in the witness protection program, I think. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I mean, the show called Suzuki. Good for Joey for though, because honestly, when he was in NSYNC, I was like, you should be not Not in NSYNC. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it's true. He was on Dance with the Stars as well. Was he really? Yeah. Yeah, he was. I feel like actually he. grew into his age you know what i mean like he kind of always looked like he was like a 45 year old dad and now he like now he's probably actually 45 but like you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean like so in some ways he's like aged the best right because we you... didn't have high hopes to begin with or no like, yeah, yeah. No, no he just always yeah okay here's mine here's another one i need to know uh what's sarah palin doing right now now she's been recently visible you know what i mean yeah. like we think she's up to Recently right now. Visible. She was a ghost uh, Yeah, this one yeah. I actually I know too. Actually, uh, hardcore porn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, um, but like very, like only like really specific niche porn. Like Does she always wears a blazer in it. She always wears a blazer. Yeah, and, so blazer um, porn. Yeah, blazer porn. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> it's blazer really big porn blowing up right now. Yeah. As uh, gross as it is, somebody when we were in college, somebody told me that there was a movie called Nail and Palin, which is a porn parody of Sarah Palin. I mean, you is that of, insane? When you figure that name out, I said one of those things like cart before the horse, like you hear the name and you're like, well, now we got well, it. Yeah, we it. have you to make it. Suzuki and Suzuki, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> you know, I'm listening. Um, like, I'm, I'm going to go home right now. I'm going to watch Nail and Impale. Yeah. I'm going to write a script for <laughs> yeah. Suzuki and Suzuki. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's so many, there's so many things. I, I, my hope for Sarah Palin is that she's just somewhere doing a Tina Fey impression. That's oh, what I that's hope. Great. You know what I mean? When people can't that hire would be Tina amazing. Fey. She, yeah. she travels the country and does Tina Fey yeah, impressions. Yeah, I do the best <laughs> Tina Fey. <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much um, uh, <laughs> for doing that segment. Uh, it was goofy. Please, yeah. Well, thanks course. so much for doing our podcast. Thanks so much for all. coming on. Yeah. yeah. Are you is, kidding? Uh, thanks for having me. I had a had a blast. Today. We had a giggly little time today. That was fun. Uh, just, uh, I guess, we'll ask you now. Uh, where where can we find you now? Like, are you doing live shows? Where can what are your internet Twitter Twitter handle uh, Instagram? Yeah, for sure. Oh, I'm very bad at Twitter, but if you ever want to follow me, it's Hey Ali Price, Ali A L L I E, not like Ally because I'm no friend of yours. And wow. um, <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm kidding. I love everybody. Um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, Haley Price on Twitter. Same for Instagram. I you can catch me around the Bad Dog every now and again. I do uh, theater sports pretty regularly, and uh, and I'm actually doing a, a dramatic piece. So for all of the Ooh. people who thought I was not funny and was like, I'd like to see her do something serious. I am doing a a, a play 
at the Citadel Theater, uh, which is on Parliament uh, from September 27th through October 15th. Check that out. It's called Pool No Water. And you can find out all the information of, about that by going to q6.ca. That's C-U-E-6. So you're making all your uh, Ryerson profs proud. It's <laughs> oh, dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Actually, uh, I did did it was, this is actually a remount of a show that I did two years ago, and it was it did really well. And one of my Briarson props, who who's never come to see anything that I've done <laughs> comedy wise, uh, came afterwards, and he was like, "It's so good to see you doing real theater oh again." Oh my god! And I was like, "All right, cool. That's just how people are going to see me. That's All fine." Right. Thanks, everybody, for listening here on Never Sleeps Network. Thanks so much for sharing these episodes, and we'll be back every single week with a new episode. That's right. Now we're going to throw to a sketch right now. Can you tell us a little about this sketch? Suburbanite, mm-hmm. I believe it's called. Yeah, this is called uh, Suburbanite. Actually, it's a lot of fun if you watch it, but you're going to give it a listen right now. Uh, <laughs> you can see the video on YouTube. It's a, something that uh, my uh, writing partner, my my former sketch duo and I, sketch duo and I? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to speak. Uh, let's try that again. Um, yeah, this is a piece that Pat Smith and I created. Uh, he is my former sketch part- partner. Ooh, Boy, I'm sucking at speaking. Um, Yeah, it's an old haircut sketch that we then turned into a music video by the incredibly talented people at 83 Pictures. You can check them out at 83pictures.com. And uh, and yeah, it's just it was a lot of fun. It basically just uh, taking the piss out of Suburbanites. It's (laughs) pretty much you get what the name says. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. take that Suburbanites. All right, well, let's throw to that. And uh, we'll see you guys every week on Never Sleeps Network every Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Babe! What's the difference between white people and yogurt? Yogurt has culture, right? Suburbanites with less culture than you play. Ho, hey, we're just whitewashed CEO athletes. I like to play squash. I got my family and my 2.3 kids. Nice. I bond with my neighbor Yang over fried rice. I own a suit and a cottage and an extension cord that I use to cut my lawn like a checkerboard. Hip hop, I jump ya and then I king ya. Beat you at board games and flip ya the middle finger. In the office, I'm the man, the man with the plan. This is my only job ever. It's where the dream began. Carpe diem, motherfucker. Seize the damn day despite my hugs and man kisses. I swear I'm not gay. I'm the epitome of family, the archetype of tough. I gotta fight my garage, cause three wasn't enough. Doing things in excess, gluttony and expansion. I won't even be happy when my house is a mansion. I'll live a life of image. Conspicuous consumption assimilate to you all is my basic assumption And when I come home at 5.30 p.m. on the dial I go into my basement and listen to Slipknot My 80 meter walk is a bitch when it's snowy My nagging wife ain't gonna shovel Bitch, just shut up and blow me like Hey, I'm a suburbanite, baby White picket fans and I commute on the daily Hey, the bourbon life don't faze me I got real quiet streets My next door neighbor's Mike Brady Hey, I'm a suburbanite, baby Just like Opie and Andy, I prefer Mayberry Hey, we're talking sweet lawns, baby Throw your hands in the air If your sprinkler's on daylight
so I had a little problem that I had to fix. Had to do with my wife and her fear of dicks. I've been married four years and I'm getting no love and even in super bad. Make love and got a rubbing butt. Here I am, just so uneasy. I married this girl cause this girl was sleazy. We used to do it all the time, then one day she found God and went to fuck on Sunday. Said she found God, didn't want my rod, didn't want a bone, she just read the Bible. I said religion was a crop, just prayed to Spock, then God sued me for libel. Now I'm broken, I got no friends, I'm a suburban dreamer. And I got more dates than ever with my golden retriever. You'll find me pooping, scooping, meeting lots of soccer moms. Yeah, I wait from afar so they can't see my hairy palms. I know I'm a great catch, I've got an MBA. University of Phoenix, yeah, online MBA. I'm gonna change the world one supper at a time. I'm a relatable real man's man. I'm drinking Bud Light Lime. You see, I like the burps out here, they know I am a man. And if I want, I'll hit the town. Big Pippin' in my minivan. Hey, I'm a suburbanite, baby. White picket fence, and I commute on the daily. The bourbon life don't face me, I got real quiet streets, my next door neighbor's Mike Brady. Hey, I'm a suburban night, baby, just like Obie and Andy, I prefer Mayberry. Hey, we're talking sweet lawns, baby, throw your hands in the air, if your sprinklers are delayed. I trim the hedges and I lock my doors, I'm afraid of no crime, I'm a suburban night, baby. I think I live on strip malls because they're so damn convenient, the highlight of my week shopping's my kryptonite, baby. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.